On this episode, Donnie and I covered so much to do with veganism, but most pointedly, his transition from a child raised as a vegetarian to a full-blown meat eater to rediscovering his compassionate inner self and reconnecting with the plant-based lifestyle. We talked about his brand, Vegan as Fuck, and some mindset pointers that have helped him throughout his journey. Donnie, brother, how are you? I'm fantastic, and yourself? I'm good, man. Beard gang. It's beard gang over here. <laughs> That's right. 2019, you got to have your beard long and strong. Beard gang and vegan gang. You can't get any better than that. It's, it doesn't get better. So, man, I'd love to start with a wee bit of your backstory, your history, you know, who you've been in the past. And I know so much of your story has to do with your own transition to veganism and not just through, you know, health, but also mindset and just gaining greater perspective of the world. So let's wind it back. Let's hear, you know, where you've been, where you've come from and your journey to who you are now. 100%. So um, it's actually a funny story with my whole transitioning to veganism because I was actually born and raised vegetarian for about 14 years of my life. Wow. Yeah. And um, so my father being from the Punjabi uh, background, so within from India, uh, mm-hmm. within Punjab, uh, the Sikh religion, traditionally, we, uh, they are vegetarians, mm-hmm. you know, as so many people in India are already vegetarian. I believe like almost 70%. No, yeah, it was, it was my wife went to, she went to um, Himachal Pradesh. So like just north of Dharamshala, um, okay. and she did her yoga teacher training there. And it was like the reverse of here. Like all of the food places she went to eat was just vegetarian. And then it's like, if you wanted to order meat, it was like some weird little side option compared to like New Zealand or like, you know, Western countries where it's like meat, 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 meat. And if you're a weird ass vegan, it's like there might be like some salad or something for you. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's exactly it. So, um, so yeah, basically born and raised vegetarian until I was about the age of 14. Um, and then, you know, getting into high school, starting to kind of hang out with like friends as teenagers, young adults, you get influenced easily. Yeah. And, uh, you know, started introducing like animal products like poultry and stuff into my diet. Fast forward to about the age of, let's say, 18, 19. Now um, I'm starting to like get, just eat a little bit of, of everything because it's all new to me, you know. Yeah. And my friends were saying, oh, you know, you haven't had steak, you haven't had ribs, you haven't had all these things. I'm like, well, no, what are these? I'm kind of like <laughs> still weirded out because the funny thing was not only was I raised vegetarian at a young age but i remember being compassionate at a young age Uh um having two cats at home being really just loving towards animals Mm -hmm. and um i remember like my neighbor across the street and my parents house like through the backyard he was an italian man and so basically i saw like a dead pig kind of hanging i guess he was about to barbecue it already had barbecue and i remember i had a fit i was like six years old and i opened the window and i was screaming at the top of my lungs like you bad person like i was screaming curse words and and even my mom was getting upset and she was yelling like take that down there's children here so the truth was no one had to teach me about compassion Uh it was naturally Uh in me as as most children are like children don't want to see things being hurt animals being hurt we're actually naturally supposed to be compassionate but that's what's funny is that society and influences kind of took me away from that so all that to say fast forward to here i am now at the age of 20 25 i'm eating all types of animal products all different types of meat i'm thinking it's like 
the cool thing to do, go to yeah. the barbecues. And yeah. it was just, it's entrenched in society, right? Every, every commercial that you see, every billboard, you see steaks, you see burgers, you see chicken wings, you see pizza. So it makes you seem like it's normal. Yeah. And um, I remember when I used to kind of hear about vegetarians or vegans, I'd be like kind of, you know, laughing at them a little bit. <laughs> like, Why would you be like that? So, I, so I, I started off compassionate and being in touch with myself as a younger child got easily caught up in society and influences and stuff like that. You know, advertising, marketing, big corporations, it's all done by the government and stuff like that, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, put up, it's put up on the billboards, it's put up on your television, on the radio, everywhere you look, yeah. Yeah. in the magazine. So um, basically, I got entrenched into that type of lifestyle. And for 20 years, I basically consumed a lot of animal products, probably yeah. very little plant-based foods, and battled with my weight a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at times hit levels that were I was probably at health risks for heart attack. You know, wow. getting diabetes could have been anything. I don't know if you saw my before and after picture, yeah, but man, I was around crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. around you know 265 pounds at one point, and now I'm at like 185. So I've lost. 80 pounds um on a plant-based diet over time though don't get me wrong that picture was from about 10 years ago yeah i I wanted to choose a picture where i was at my worst Mm -hmm. but that picture also did reflect my lifestyle at the moment which was Mm -hmm. a heavy animal-based diet um but that's how how weight loss should be portrayed anyway like these these 10 week and 16 week challenges where you see people lose all this weight is like, yeah, it might be realistic to do that, but is it sustainable? And are they able to keep that weight off after this, you know, whether it's super low calorie diet or whatever? So I actually like exactly. the idea of long-term sustainable weight loss being the picture of what weight loss is supposed to look like. A hundred percent. And most importantly, I wanted to, de- to depict um, this was at a point in time where I just ate high animal base. Mm-hmm. And my after picture is just literally me for one year eating a plant-based <laughs> diet. And I have gotten myself back to the weight of when I was like, I'm 36 years old. And the weight, the weight that I'm at now is what I was at when I was 18 years old. Bro. Um, yeah. My energy your levels. Skin, you, your skin looks good, man. <laughs> you look younger than 36. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, I honestly feel like early twenties right now. I have nice. energy. I have the, the mental clarity. Um, and it was just like a huge, huge detox. Of course, um, what people don't understand about going to a plant-based diet is there's two parts to it. Mm-hmm. There's the first part is that you're no longer taking in these products with like meat, dairy, seafood, and eggs that have so much toxins, so much chemicals, uh, hormones, steroids, antibiotics pumped into all of them. Yeah. Um, so the first process is not not in, in taking those products anymore. That is like the first part. And then the second part is now you're taking in this whole food plant-based diet Mm-hmm. Just high in vitamins, minerals, nutrients, mm-hmm. fibers, antioxidants, just things that promote overall wellness for your body. And then you really just start to thrive. So it's like a yeah. it's like you're getting hit with two things at once, like the detox plus the medicine. And it's, yeah. it's just it had such an absolutely amazing effect on me. I remember in the first two weeks alone, I was like on this ultimate high that I'll I'll never be able to get that back. It was my first first cleanse, and I was just like flying high with so much energy feeling lighter feeling mm-hmm. happy emotion like emotionally too it wasn't just physically it wasn't just clarity in the brain it was a lot to do with my emotions and, and yeah. spirituality and stuff so that was just just such an absolutely eye-opening thing that i knew that in the first couple of weeks that this 
was my calling. Mm -hmm. This was something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And here I am about a year and a half later and uh, it's gangster. Feels, what, feels what, really good. What originally drove that decision? Like, was it just a culmination of kind of everything and you're like, okay, I need to change something. I'm feeling crap. I'm overweight. Yeah. Um, like why was plant-based or why was veganism the natural route to go down? Okay. So basically just, I'll give you a little quick background. Um, I had my 35th birthday coming up that summer mm -hmm. and in July. So I remember it was like March or April and I was like, okay, my 35th birthday is coming up. I was not where I wanted to be, yeah. you know, like physically and stuff like that. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go really hard in the gym. Excuse me. And when I would, um, kind of get back into the gym and trying to eat healthy, what eating healthy to me used to end up being was less animal-based diet and higher plant-based diet. So I would never totally cut it out, but I knew like, okay, time to get healthy. Okay. No red meat. <laughs> Need to eat some plants. <laughs> yeah. 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 Eat like, eat like, you know, chicken breast or eat like a yeah. little bit of fish and have like a lot of whole grains, have a lot of plants, have your oatmeals. And so I always kind of knew how to do it, but uh, I had never totally taken out the animal products. But anyways, all that to say, um, so I lost a bunch of weight going into my 35th birthday, mm -hmm. feeling on top of the world, you know, one month later, gained it all back yeah. just from letting go and being back, you know, because when you're eating an animal-based diet and you go out to town, you go anywhere, on every single corner, there's temptations calling your name. There's a fast food left, fast food to the right, mm -hmm. there's pizza, there's, there's you name it, every type of junk food restaurant that you can imagine and the, the signs are lit up they're open 24 hours a day <laughs> and it smells it's like, <laughs> it smells there's no escape you know yeah. so um one thing that i said to myself right off like what one thing that happened to me is i started eating those foods i gained all the weight back and i was like oh man fought so hard why 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 am i still like kind of yo-yoing back and forth and that is when this craze had just come out recently about a documentary called What the Health mm -hmm. uh, on Netflix, which was just kind of like buzzing in the Instagram world and social media world. And yeah. uh, my girlfriend at the time actually uh, told me like, hey, my mother just watched this documentary called What the Health. And now she's saying she doesn't want to eat meat for a couple of weeks. And I said, oh, <laughs> that, that sounds like something interesting. Maybe, maybe I should look into that. And just kind of like, you know, knowing that I used to be vegetarian and yeah. even when I used to prepare my own meat, I used to be cleaning it and seizing it, touching it. And I never felt right. And I used to think back when I was younger, I said, what, you know, what has become of you? How, how are you now this <laughs> carnivore? But I would ignore it. So I'm like, you know, be like the rest of society. So yeah, long story yeah. short, I watch What the Health and I kid you not, within 15 to 20 minutes of watching the way they were linking diet to disease, things like diabetes, cancer, heart disease, and mm -hmm. obesity, and kidney disease, and you, you name it, all just from what you eat. I said, oh, God, it's not just an issue about my weight. It's not just an issue about how I look, mm -hmm. but it's actually really what's going on inside. Yeah. You know, I used to literally totally like laugh at that and be like, hey, listen, if I look good, that means I'm healthy, you know? Yeah. But essentially... Um, just understanding that like, hey, I'm at an age now where I'm getting closer to my 40s. And that's when you hear of things like cancer, colon yeah. cancer, heart disease for men and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah. you know what? It just made sense. And also another part that really made sense to me was not just only what the food was doing to me, but how they depicted these, these uh, corporations, not these corporations, sorry, I would say these organizations like the Cancer Association, the 
uh, Diabetes Association, the Heart Health Association. The fact that they were being funded—yeah, they were being funded by the same companies that produce all the meat, the dairy, and the seafood that cause yeah. these diseases. I said, "Oh, oh, it's not just a question about myself anymore." This, I feel like I've been lied to. I feel like I've been tricked my whole life. And I feel like all of society has been. And I don't want to be a part of this. And I don't want to be part of a system that is going after the future generations. It's going after the young children by putting milk boxes in all the schools and putting yeah. processed meats with carcinogens and stuff. like. So I just kind of realized that, hey, listen, this is something that I don't want to be a part of. I don't want to support. And the funny thing is, and I'm not proud of this, but I was so well brainwashed that I wasn't even thinking about animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even at that point. I was just like, from wow. a health standpoint, just, and, so from a, just health. and from morality and morality yeah. of the system and how it's trying to attack the people, I said, I want to stand up for my fellow brothers and sisters. I want to stand mm-hmm. up for health. I want to stand up for myself. And it was only then that, okay, now I started this plant-based journey. I started following other Instagram influencers and started watching documentaries yeah. and seeing what's happening on these factory farms. And, and you, then I was like, oh, you just can't go back. <laughs> this is like a, this is a atrocity. This is like a genocide. This is slavery. This is concentration camp style for animals. And I just totally was like, this is it. This is my movement. So mm-hmm. that's gangster. That was actually the thing that I took away the most from what the health as well. Cause when I'd seen it, I'd, you know, I'd heard all the hype on Instagram Um I, you know, I didn't need convincing, but what was super interesting for me was really the learning that link between how heavily influenced some of these major, like, quote, unquote, health organizations are from industries that shouldn't be playing any sort of role within the scope of health at all. And then you hear people, because I'm from New Zealand, you hear people saying like, oh, that's just America. And then so I went on and I had a look at like the New Zealand Cancer Society, the Health Foundation in New Zealand, and the same fucking thing, man. Like, 100%. The thing is, is like people know that you shouldn't trust a study that's sponsored by the company who, you know, is benefiting from the results of the study. Yet people are just taking their, you know, their health advice or their health recommendations from companies who are in the exact same fucking position, but they're just not aware of it at all. So yeah, for me, that was, that was such a big takeaway. And I just remember sitting there being like, ah, fuck, like, I kind of knew this was the case, but to actually go and have a look, especially at the New Zealand, Australia, you know, foundations that are all just the exact same. I was like, oh my God, like, how is this, how has this got to this point? Like, (laughs) How is it's, this the system? <laughs> oh. It was like the, we had literally put blinders and tricked into thinking that, um, you know, these associations are here to, to help people. And, and imagine guys like me and you, we're not suffering from diabetes. We're not suffering from cancer. We're not suffering. You know, we're not, we don't have any of these problems. But imagine these poor people who are, you know, stuck on medication. Yeah. Their lives are terrible. And they're the only people that they can look to are these associations for help. Mm-hmm. And instead of them, instead of them saying, Hey, you know, try juicing, try eating a high raw food diet, incorporate mm-hmm. a lot of plant-based things that will benefit overall health. They're literally saying like, okay, have beef stew, have, you know, what was the example he used? Like scallops wrapped in bacon. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like, this is literally like a joke. And then what was so crazy was, 
he's going around to these associations now and Kip and he's asking people to comment on it. They don't want to comment. They don't yeah. want to get back to him. They're yeah. kicking him out. And it's, it's kind of like the way he did that documentary, I think was genius. I think mm-hmm. it had a huge impact on this whole plant-based vegan movement. Cause of course mm-hmm. we do know there is a huge difference between plant-based diet and being a vegan. And yeah, sure. um, I find in this day and age now, uh, people are just throwing the term around vegan, which, you know, at the end of the day, the, the less people eating animal and animal products and promoting a plant-based lifestyle it is beneficial for the whole movement. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important for people to understand that really the whole foundation of veganism is based on the animals yeah. know, and the, prote- yeah. the protection of the animals because they are you know, bred into existence to be slaughtered. Yeah. Um, during this existence, they are abused. They are enslaved. They are, you know, raped. They are really just given like the worst treatment in the world. And yet all, and, and they all just kind of want to like live their lives and they're in these terrible, terrible conditions. Mm-hmm. So once you really understand that this is all about the animals and then of course it's about our health and of course it's about the future of humanity and the sustainability of the planet. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's a lot of reasons to actually really care about what you eat every day. And then yep. I think when it comes to mindset, a lot of people say, Oh, it's so hard. How do you go without this? How do you go without that? And I think even for people who go towards a plant-based diet, if they're only in it for their health, it, it might relapse at some point. You might say, oh, okay, you know what? I'm really healthy. Let me just kind of, go back to some animal products now because everyone's doing it. Oh, I'm on vacation. And then you fall back into it. So what's really important is, is kind of narrowing into the fact that this is all about the animals and Mm -hmm. the way that they are like totally just exploited and murdered. And it's just extremely, extremely sad. So that is why I have become really passionate about it. And um, that brought me to where I am now. So, so your online brand is vegan as fuck vegan as fuck that's correct yes <laughs> that's gangster i love that yeah and so yeah. what was the what was the evolution of that like how did that begin good question let me uh see okay so i was um i was out in in cayman islands i had already started a brand actually called v gang lifestyle v gang <laughs> yeah v gang cool. lifestyle funny <laughs> enough um when i first went vegan and plant-based literally um I forget. I was just having a DM with one of my buddies and he was like a non-vegan and, and, and we were just having this conversation. He's like, Hey man, I'm really proud of you. I see what you're doing. He's like, he's like, it's not for me, but you know, like just keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, that's amazing, bro. I'm like, listen, I have faith that one day you're going to come join the yeah. V gang. Yeah. And I just said it and he's like, well, that's pretty dope. And then we literally <laughs> went and like we, we purchased like websites and like <laughs> locked cool. down the name. Um, but you know, I was still kind of just on my own journey and, um, kind of like a month later, that's right when Will I Am came out with this viral video and he was just kind of, I don't know if you saw this one where he was just yelling out like, be gay, yeah, be gay. Yeah. And, and I was so happy because it was so great for the movement, but I'm like, oh, well, let's, I can't really run with this same mm-hmm. branding now because everyone's going to think I'm just kind of, you know, taking it from him and I want to be original. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to be original in everything that I do because what I'm putting my time, energy and effort into is to building a brand that people can be, uh, that can relate to if you're a transitioning vegan, if you know nothing about it, even if you're full blown animal activist. So, so yeah, so basically I did start this movement called, it was vegan lifestyle. Um, but what it did teach me, so even though when like Will I Am came up with the whole vegan thing, um, I was still really happy because even back then I was only a few months into it. All I cared about was the spread of veganism. So 
it, it was nothing like, oh man, that was kind of like my name and my idea and my branding. I was way past that. I was like, this is amazing for the vegan yeah, movement. That's cool. So I still, um, I still ran with it a little bit. And what was so cool was basically, I saw a lot of people resonating with the fact that now I'm wearing clothing, I'm wearing hats that says, you know, says that I'm vegan and it has my brand on it and people are kind of like supporting it. So it just gave me this, this vision that I know that like the, the community needs leaders. It needs people who are going to, you know, not just be vegans and keep it to themselves, but people who are going to advocate about it. Yeah. And um, something that I started early January, 2018 was I was doing um, seven day vegan challenges. Gangster. Which uh, I was calling actually the seven day V-Gang challenge. That's what was yep. the name of it. And it would start every single Monday, no fail. Um, every Monday was a new challenge, a new opportunity for people to join the challenge. Um, I was giving people the option to do a vegan diet, a raw vegan diet, or a juice cleanse. And basically, like they could choose one and they would be accountable not only to themselves, but also to me. Because yeah. so, they're telling me, hey, I want to do a juice cleanse. Okay, so now that you're doing it, I'm going to be kind of checking up with you every day. How's nice. it going? Stuff like that. And I was actually able to get sponsors, um, which I was finding on Instagram or locally here in Montreal, who were willing to give away prizes to whoever my winner was of the challenge. So um, that's awesome. What I, yeah, what I used to, I used to have like 30, 40 people doing these challenges and I'd do like an so like, a, cool. like a, a random draw and someone would win like a $100 gift certificate for this company or a free sweater and everyone was loving it. I kept it up for about four months. Mm -hmm. um, but then I ended up traveling to India. I was on like a business venture and I was just really trying to zone in on that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I kind of fell off on hosting the challenges and I haven't got back yet, but it is my, my passion to get back to hosting these seven day vegan challenges and giving, because at that point in time, I was pretty sure that I was the only platform in the Instagram community that was offering every single week an opportunity like for that. a place to do a place for people to do a seven day vegan challenge. Like I was looking around, I was looking at other influencers, I was yeah. looking at other coaches, and no one was having this seven day challenge that started every Monday. And um, I, what I did was I made it all inclusive. It wasn't just for non vegans, but I was helping vegans go do a raw vegan challenge. Yeah. I was helping you know, vegans do a juice challenge. Cause prior to me hosting these challenges, I completed 28 days of raw food eating, which to me was brand new. I had never tried that. I did, I did. I did 30 days raw in August, 2017. Nice. Bro, that was hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. But it's life changing, from, right? It's from me being in New Zealand, uh, from New Zealand. Um, me and my wife were in the States for three months and like, Honestly, like the U.S. vegan food market is insane. Insane. Yeah, especially, so, were you in California? Or? Yeah, I was in downtown oh. L.A. Like, oh. it was <laughs> You're ridiculous. You can't be wrong. You cannot be wrong in Los Angeles. And so we did 30 days raw in downtown L.A. And the hardest part was literally like the access and all of the opportunities to have the most incredible vegan food there. That was the yes. hard part. Like the hard part wasn't necessarily the you know, the actual eating and nutrition side of things. Um, again, like there were so many good raw vegan places and raw vegan options in LA, but it was, it was a tough one, man. <laughs> 100%, 100%. No, no, for sure. And um, I would definitely think that, um, you know, 
you definitely want to be in the circumstances not around a lot of cooked food. Yeah. <laughs> Good, like, restaurant foods when yeah. you're trying to be raw. Like, I, I, I locked myself in my house for 28 <laughs> days. I was, like, not around any other influences, um, not keeping anything in my cupboard that could potentially lead to, like, like not even, like, bread or crackers or yeah. anything. Because the thing is, when you're on these challenges, to me, one slip-up, there's no going back. You know, so you gotta definitely definitely ride it out with momentum. But I'm, yeah. I'm sure you felt a lot of health benefits from that from that raw challenge. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Um and it definitely like I can never imagine being even like, you know, 75, 80% raw. Um, just because I love cooking. I'm i I'm so passionate about being in the kitchen and cooking and yeah. making shit. But it it made me so aware of how I felt while I, you know, while I ate, like I'd been vegan by this time for, for three years. Um, you know, I'd had all the health benefits associated with just switching to the plant-based diet, but then going from plant-based to raw was another step. And like, just how I felt within my body, I was still going to the gym. I'm a powerlifter. I was still lifting ridiculous, um, amounts of weight. And often like I didn't lose energy or anything like that, which I kind of half expected to, um, and I just felt so invigorated and so energized. So it definitely encouraged my wife and I to incorporate so much more raw food uh, yes. into our diets, which I think that's the, the perfect middle ground is having, it's almost like you want to have a plant-based diet, but if you have a plant-based diet, you almost want to have a raw-based diet and then <laughs> incorporate other foods around that. A hundred percent and not get caught up in processed products because I mm. find a lot of this new generation of vegans who are coming <laughs> yeah, in unfortunately uh-huh. they're they're getting cooked on these easy quick <clears throat> the vegan cheeses the vegan ice creams the vegan meats you know which are they're good to have in an, an emergency situation or same as like restaurant food it's good to have like sometimes but if mm-hmm. you're solely eating that stuff your body is going to feel weak you're going to get you're missing bloated. out on so you're, you're, many things. You're missing out on so many things. You're going to get like bloated and you're going to not feel good. So it is important for people to understand how to eat a whole food plant-based diet. And one of the main things that I love to do and why I love doing these raw diets and juice cleanses and water fasts, I do them for myself, number mm-hmm. one, but I do them most importantly so that when people come to me for advice, I'm well-versed now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can tell people what juice recipes to do Mm-hmm. how to eat raw foods for 28 days, yeah. you know, how to, how to do a water fast. That's, I, that's what I love doing. I love to inspire people to Water fasting is something, or even, even juice cleanses are something that I've always been super scared to even think about attempting, but it's something that interests me as well. And the, yeah. the more I go on and the more I learn about nutrition, the more I actually see out there in scientific literature, the benefits of fasting. Hundred percent. So it's something that I I know I will attempt at some stage. Um, Good. What's your experience has yeah. been with with juice cleansing and water fasting, and like what's the yeah. sort of amount of time that you recommend with those? For for sure. So basically, um, so I did my first raw food challenge in December of two thousand and seventeen, <clears throat> and I went for twenty eight days, and that gave me the confidence to do my first juice cleanse. Yeah. Because I said if I could do twenty eight days of raw. <laughs> and I did not slip up. Uh, I was raw on Christmas Day, and like, wow. like I said, my parents are vegetarian, so there's all this cooked 
vegan food and I couldn't even eat it. I'm eating like zucchini zoodles and I live in Canada where it's cold. <laughs> it was a struggle, but that built so much character, so much discipline, yeah. um, so much confidence in myself that I said, let me try a juice cleanse in January. Mm-hmm. So here comes January, 2018. And I'm like, you know, what? I want to try this juice cleanse following guys like Johnny Juicer, uh, following guys. Sorry about that. I was just getting a call. That's so good. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so following guys like Johnny Juicer, following guys like um, Dan, the man, the, uh, the regenerator and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. I just started kind of learning a little bit more about it. <clears throat> and it was just so interesting to me that because to me, I didn't really know the difference yet between juices and smoothies. It all kind of seemed the same. But then when I realized that in one tall glass of juice, you can have a full head of celery, mm-hmm. a full head of kale, yeah. a full cucumber, four apples, a whole <laughs> chunk of ginger, a whole chunk of turmeric, and all you have is this little glass of juice. Think about how much nutrients are packed into that one glass of juice. So this becomes strict like medicine this is like a a quick like injection of vitamins minerals nutrients into your body and you know the main goal to have a healthy body is to be as hydrated as possible is to be Mm -hmm. as alkaline as possible and um i realized that by juicing uh i could get my body in that state and there was also a fear that just being freshly new on this plant-based diet i knew that i had done so much damage over the last 20 years and I had so much stuff in my colon still. I had so yeah. much kind of <laughs> gunk stuff that needed to just be cleansed. <laughs> gunk just needed to be cleansed right out of there. Um, and I felt it right away. So, so funny enough, it was kind of crazy. I decided to put my juice cleanse out. Like every time I do a challenge, I would put it out onto my social media platform and say, hey, guys, I take a picture with all my fruits, all my vegetables on a table, and I would announce it. And the reason I would do that was for many reasons. I wanted to inspire people, but I also wanted to make myself accountable to my followers. Awesome. You know, so by telling a thousand people, hey, I'm going to do a juice cleanse for 28 days. If you, if you back out after three days, you're going to be looked at as, you know what I mean? A big talker, yeah. uh, someone who's not trustworthy, yeah. someone who doesn't keep their word. So that helped me. The, the, the social media following helped me be accountable to them. And, um, so I ended up aiming for 26 days. Uh, that number, it was a bit of a random number. <laughs> it was my first time trying a juice wow. cleanse. I, I aimed for 26 <laughs> days. Yeah. It was, it was just like a crazy thing. And the reason I aimed for 26 days was in 26 days from the day that I was starting, it was the Super Bowl. And <laughs> I, I wanted, I wanted to eat on the Super Bowl and I wanted to have my first vegan Super Bowl. So, because nice. to me, Super Bowl every year, I used to always host it at my place, get all the food, get all the drinks, invite everyone over. Yeah. So I wanted to do it now as a vegan. That's cool. So I like, okay, I'm going to juice cleanse going right into the Super Bowl. So That's uh, cool. here we are, day, here we are, day one. I, um, I go buy literally like $300 worth of like organic like <laughs> kale, celery, cucumbers. I have this huge spread. I take these pictures and I put it out there into the world, into the universe I say, guys, I'm doing my first juice cleanse. Follow the journey, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and that was it. It was just absolutely amazing. The first two days, first three days are tough, yeah, because you're just not used to it at all. But I promise you, once you get to like day four, day five, you are just flying. You have a ton of energy. 
you are on top of the world. You're like having spiritual epiphanies. You're just yeah. kind of like connecting with yourself on so many different levels because you're giving your digestive system a break. And by giving your digestive system a break, you're not expending so much energy on digesting food. So now you have that energy to put into different things and it starts with your mind. It starts with you wanting to be active. So this juice cleanse, it did open up my eyes um, to understanding that what a plant-based diet can entail in Mm -hmm. so many different ways. You know, like I said, again, there's the one thing of not eating animal products anymore, but now I've learned about the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet. I'm now Mm -hmm. learning the benefits of a raw food plant-based diet. And now I'm also learning the benefits of juice cleansing and getting in maximum amounts of nutrients. And this is like, whoa, I'm learning really how many different ways that this type of lifestyle can help us go on to live a long, healthy life and to teach others about it. So it was just uh, absolutely amazing. I would suggest anybody to, to try it at some point and just aim for three days, aim for five, aim for seven. Don't, I'm a little extra. And I love to to engage my followers. I love to make a big, have a beautiful picture. And I love to make a big kind of impact when I do things, especially Mm -hmm. for the first time. But like now, if you ask me to do 26 days juice again, I'm like, no way. No (laughs) way. I'm like seven. Yeah, I'll do seven. But like, I'm not going through that again. But would you say your your current diet would be like a combination of all three of those aspects? Like you've got juicing, you've got raw, and you've got, you know, standard whole food plant-based? Yeah. You know, I'd love to say that I'm eating as healthy as I would like to be, but just kind of... A little bit of bad weather here in Canada for the winters, a little bit of lack of organization, (laughs) a little bit of comfort food. Now, for me, comfort food is actually regularly in my rotation. And the main reason is, is what I I was very passionate about being kind of like a health food guy. I thought Mm -hmm. I was going to go on to be a raw food guy, a Mm -hmm. juicer, a fruitarian. Like that's the energy you feel when you're going through these cleanses. But connecting more with veganism and understanding the impact that veganism is having on the animals sorry the impact that animal agriculture is having on the animals on Mm -hmm. the environment on humanity on famine i just kind of got into it more to spread the word about veganism and for me one of the main things i like to do is display comfort food to to the people who think that hey you don't just have to eat salads you don't have to just eat like grass you can eat the biggest burgers you can yeah. have the, the you can have the cheese and sauce dripping the yeah. the fake bacon the fake patties hungry but like go to LA go to go to one vegan street fair in LA and you will know like there is no drop off between animal based food and plant based food especially when it comes to comfort food there is no drop off and then there is no comparison to like trying to get those health benefits that you get on a plant-based diet by eating an animal-based diet. So um, that's to say, I like to do a combination of, yeah, whole foods, raw foods, comfort foods, uh, <laughs> comfort foods, just the whole nine. And, and one thing I believe is because we eat a plant-based diet, we don't ever take in cholesterol from animals. Mm-hmm. We don't take in all of these fats, these unhealthy fats from animals that as vegans, as people who eat a plant-based diet, we can afford to have that comfort food. Look over yeah, I agree. And, you know, yeah, we're, I'm not going to be as healthy as the fruitarians and the raw foodists and, and the juicers, but 
you know, that is not necessarily what I'm aiming for. Maybe it will be at some point. And we always reach different stages of our life, yeah, right? Yeah, Where like absolutely. you might eat, 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 eat kind of unhealthy for two weeks and then all of a sudden you juice cleanse. I'm, I'm kind of like a yo-yo still in, in that sense. So, but I try and keep it balanced. Nice. So what are you really obsessed with at the moment? Like what's your, your main focus for 2019? And I guess really like what are you trying to develop within your life or within yourself that you're just yes. super obsessed with and focused on at the moment? Perfect. Um, well, that brings us back to the question that you had asked me about vegan as fuck being the brand. And I think we kind of got sidetracked by going into the vegan <laughs> lifestyle. It's always good. But here we are, vegan as fuck. Um, it got created uh, basically I made a t-shirt one day yeah. and I wanted to make a t-shirt that said vegan as fuck. Cause I had seen variations of them online, mm-hmm. um, where there's, you'd see like a little asterisk instead of like the letter U or, uh, you'd see vegan AF. Yeah. Um, but it, no one actually said vegan as fuck in those <laughs> plain words. And I, love it. I wanted to basically, I had seen people use a V instead of a U on different, stuff before and i said let me just make this t-shirt one day i just made it and i was i started wearing it out like into the streets a little bit when i'd go downtown in montreal and people were like coming up to me like hey man i really like your shirt really like that's cool that's cool so i was like cool i I kind of anticipated this uh reaction that i'm I'm seeing it and um at this same time i'm just about to leave for india and uh i basically i'm shooting a kind of like web series with a friend of mine, he's vegan. He has a, a production company mm-hmm. and he's my cameraman and he's helping me shoot this uh, web series where I go around to different vegan restaurants and kind of review them nice. and talk about veganism and stuff like that. Nice. And we're literally filming the funny thing, episode one, I'm literally on my way to the airport. Like I have to be at the airport in two hours. Yeah. But I go meet him. I go meet him near this vegan restaurant. He's there with his <laughs> camera. I'm like, yo bro, we got like 30 minutes to do this let's shoot. I'm wearing my vegan as fuck t-shirt. The first one ever made. And we're, we're, he's just shooting. We're just kind of like making it all up on the spot. And I'm like, what should we call the show? And I'm trying to think of names and, and he points at my shirt. He's like, why make How it complicated? <laughs> your, your shirt says vegan as fuck. Call the show vegan as fuck. And that's where it really all started. We shot episode of vegan episode one of vegan as fuck. I had the shirt and it just kind of kept escalating to doing episode two, episode three. I made a couple new pieces of apparel with the, the, the brand name on it, like different colors. And everyone's loving the sweater online. Everyone's saying, hey, where can I buy it? Where can I buy it? And that brings us to November 11th, 2018, which was represented as 11, 11, 11. And then 11 again, because if you took two, zero, one, and eight, and you added them all up, you got 11, 11 again. again. Yeah. So this was like an angel code. This was just like an amazing day for universe and energy and alignment that I said, I'm going to launch the brand officially on this day. So, uh, and I, I made this all happen in five days. I got the website created. I went and I got the apparel made for like six or eight of us who all did a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. We did a video and I put it up for sale finally because people had been asking forever. And I'm thinking like people were dropping comments like, I would post a picture with my sweater. There'd be like 50 comments like, I can't wait to buy it, man. When can I buy it? When can I buy it? So here I launched the company. I put it out there. Two weeks later, no sales. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, I'm like, uh, Instagram, you guys got me again. You know what yeah. I mean? The whole social media hype. And I'm just jokingly saying, um, you know, eventually the sales started to slowly pick up. I started giving some away for promo, yeah. taking more pictures with the new models 
all that to say, um, here we are now, fast forward to 2019. Uh, my goals, my dreams, my mindset is to spread the message of veganism to the world in, in as many creative ways as possible. Awesome. And at the same time, like, you know, parallel to building up my brand, mm-hmm. you know, within this movement, um, I, I really like the name of my brand because for one, it's, it, it's capturing, captures mm-hmm. people's attention. Um, the style, my logo, it's not a little small crest. It is literally planted <laughs> on my Bang. shirt. <laughs> Bang. So when people see it from like two blocks away, like if you're at a red light and I'm at the red light on the opposite end and we're both looking across the street, I would see people reading my shirt from far, kind of nice. snickering. Like I'd see like people talking amongst themselves and then they look at me and they either they laugh or they roll their eyes. So I was just, I'm like, okay, I'm this is getting, it's getting that. a reaction. So let me keep running with it. But yeah, all that to say, um, it's starting off as just apparel, like hoodies, but I'll be going into hats. I'll be going into towels, bathrobes, oven mitts, coffee mugs, uh, you know, tote bags to do your groceries in, you yes. know, you name it, anything I want to brand it. Like I want that name to be branded and to be seen by people all over the world. So that's, that's kind of the goal. That's so cool, man. So if people want to connect with you more and really see the expansion and the progression of vegan as fuck and just you yourself, they want to connect with you, check out more about what you're about. What's the best way for them to do that? Uh, the best way is most definitely through my Instagram page. Yep. Um, nice. I put out content all day on my wall. I put out at least one post a day in my story. I am known in the vegan community. I'm kind of like the laughing stock as the guy who posts so many stories that <laughs> Do you have like the people, tiny, tiny, <laughs> have the tiny little gods that look like ants. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to my boy, Mike Perry, who actually tagged me in a meme that was talking about that the other day. And he was like, <laughs> that just, but people love me. They, they appreciate my energy. They know, um, like my desire, my dedication, my determination, my discipline in this is to just put out content. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I picked up from, other influencers who aren't even vegan influencers, but just guys like Gary V that say, Hey, you have a camera, you have a phone, you have a tool, you have a platform, put out content all day long. What are you waiting for? So I want people to get to know who I am, whether it's videos of me talking, eating, cooking, if it's memes, if it's videos I've reposted, whenever you're watching something, because you know that I posted it, it's kind of like it's coming from my mouth. Yeah. You understand? So yeah. some people are shy to put out the graphic content about what's happening in the factory farm. Some people mm-hmm. are shy to talk about veganism because they don't want to be judged by the non-vegans. They yeah. don't want to, um, like, I'm not looking for anyone's approval. I'm here to fight nice. for the animals. I'm here to fight for humanity, fight for this planet. So nice. I'm willing to go any lengths. Um, I also do live streams every day, almost on my Instagram, almost an hour every single day where That's I just <laughs> talk. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like a machine. That's I have this cool, end, I have this endless energy and I just want to use it into something that to me matters because nothing else matters to me. Nothing's as important. Sports games, entertainment, um, even like things like going after material things like monetary gains. I, I want to be successful. I want to have a, you know, a great career. I want to be financially stable. Mm-hmm. But none of that is – I'm not passionate about any of that stuff. Yeah. I am passionate about making this world a better place and about helping people with their health and saving the animals again i'm starting to keep repeating it but that is my passion so that is what i zero in on and um, i just wanted to kind of briefly touch upon um what has changed for me recently so i was out in los angeles for a month um end of 2018 early 2019 
And I did my first activism while being out in Los Angeles. So I attended <clears throat> uh, a vigil for the pigs at Farmer John's. Yeah, I've we'll done that. We'll call it the packing house. Yeah. And um, it was just an eye-opening experience for me. It sparked... So emotional. Eh? So emotional. I spent the whole next day, I cried about 10, 15 times while I was uploading my content into my story. I was just yeah. breaking down and I was like... I was I was going through the motions for the next few days after it, but I was still also it was like the end of my trip. I was connecting with new people, so there were so many positive things yeah, going on yes, yeah. and negative things. But I, I I found a way to handle it, and then I ended up doing like two or three vigils while I was down there. And as soon as I got back to Montreal, I connected with some activists out here, and I've been busy every single week uh, protesting either in the streets. We had like a big march or protesting outside Canada Goose for fur trade. I mean, uh, there's yeah. so many so many places you can protest, but right now I'm just kind of gravitating to what's natural. Um, there's also the Cubes of Truth that we're having out here. So I plan on pursuing my my path of veganism is going to be through, through activism, nice. um, physically in the streets or through social media, through doing podcasts, through making music, through doing, uh, you know, events. I hopefully eventually I'll be speaking in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people talking about everything that I have learned, nice. you know, through, through this, through this journey and stuff. So that's beautiful, man. That's, yeah. that's gangster. I, I love that. And also like just how good does it feel when you're just connected to a cause that you know is bigger than yourself. And like you were saying, I want to be successful. I want to have, you know, I have monetary goals. I have business goals. I have so many other goals, but when you can connect yourself with something that is so much bigger than just you and your goals, it's so much more empowering and you just have this innate amount of like internal drive because you know the importance. So I guess the last thing I want to ask you really is if, if someone's listening and yeah. they might not even be vegan, they might not even be in the scope that veganism is possible, but they heard what you said earlier about mm -hmm being a compassionate person when they were younger and they're thinking, look, I really want to reconnect with that person. What would you recommend them do? Um, I would definitely <clears throat> recommend that they re do some research and mm -hmm. see where do these products come from. So if you mm -hmm. see that you have a chicken burger or a steak and that's all you see is food because that is what society has conditioned you to do. Uh -huh. <clears throat> Watch some documentaries, documentaries like Earthlings, documentaries like dominion um documentaries <laughs> like tough to watch uh, yeah, Cowspir <laughs> cowspiracy what the health netflix uh plant-based news has put out some good documentaries called vegan 2017 and vegan 2018 but most importantly do research find out where your food comes from find out <clears throat> what effects food have on your health mentally physically spiritually uh, and I just want to say that there is a whole world out there that people do not know about because the food that is fed to them on a daily, it's meant to keep them low energy. Mm -hmm. It's meant to keep them addicted to those foods, thinking about those foods, not thinking about how can I better myself? How can I, how can I try new things? And, and, and that's the whole thing with mindset is that people are scared to try new things. Mm -hmm. And that is something that you have to overcome those fears. You know, people are scared of failure, but what they don't understand is that when you try something and you fail, that is actually a success mm -hmm. because you learned a lesson from it. Yep. So if you try a vegan diet for five days and then you can't keep it up, you failed, 
that was a success because it's going to make you stronger the next time that you try. And there is nice. no easy road to anything. People need to understand that there is a beauty in the struggle. And most importantly, that you have to just believe in yourself, have faith in yourself. It's the difficult moments in life are what are going to make you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, yep. you know, um, just not to kind of, I didn't want this to all be about veganism. I did have some points I wanted to touch upon really quickly before we go. It's just for anyone who has any goals or any dreams in life is just stay consistent, mm-hmm. stay the course, mm-hmm. um, aspire to inspire, you know, work to your potential. You're not, you're not, don't compare yourself to anybody else, not yes. to, athletes not to celebrities not to your friend who has a better job and a mm-hmm. you know a, a bigger family and a bigger house than you just compare yourself to who you were yesterday yes and keep trying to better yourself uh, consistency is key get in tune with things like manifestation yep. putting things out into the universe yep. just aligning your energy with your thoughts and speaking things into existence is something that is the most underrated thing in the world. So Fuck just yeah. to touch upon it really quickly, last year, exactly a year from now, I only had 500 followers. Mm-hmm. I had just become vegan. I knew nothing about it, but I knew that I was passionate about it. Yep. And I yep. knew that I was going to work hard at it every single day. I was going to be putting out content. I was going to become a vegan influencer. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Fast forward to a year now later, I have about 7,500 followers. So Most good. of them real you know, people, I don't use no algorithms. Yeah. I don't use any softwares to get my numbers up, likes, nothing. It's all real interaction. It's all real followers. It's the vegan community. And I created this from nothing, from, nice. from just having a mindset that I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to put in hard work and I'm going to put out content and I'm going to be myself and just mm-hmm. put my energy out there into the universe and put my knowledge, put my just everything out there for people to hopefully gravitate towards. And I have had uh, unbelievable amounts of people who reach out to me for help, for advice, or they come and tell me, Hey, you changed my life or people in the community that say, thank you so much. You help us keep going every day. And, and, and believe you me, I am the most humble person in the world. uh, But it feels great to have people come to you and say, Hey, you're changing my life. So, so life should not be about just gaining material things, wealth, uh, you know, it shouldn't be about trying to make, to prove to other people that you're better than them, that you have more money than them. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, I find that my worth is going to be dictated by how I can influence people and help people. That's yeah. what my value is, not by how much money I have, but the influence that I have on people and how I can change this world and hopefully just make it a better place. That's, that's really my goal and my plan. So just stay the course, plant a seed, guys, work hard, be passionate, um, you know, dedication, discipline, determination will yeah. get you goals. And, you know, just that's, that's kind of my message to the world that I really wanted to touch upon really quickly. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to come onto the podcast and share with us everything that you've shared, man. It's been awesome. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure and I'm happy to, that, that we're on the same journey because sometimes I get interviewed by people and they're not into the lifestyle, but you are <laughs> in the lifestyle. So you you resonate you resonate with everything yeah, you've brother. gone through this whole experience yourself and and that's the funny thing is that so many of us we have these similar journeys that's why we all connect so vegan community it's a beautiful community i just wanted to say that i love all you guys and the support that you guys give me means the world and i will never stop fighting for the animals for this planet and for all of humanity that is my word to all of you guys vegang appreciate you for having me brother <laughs> thanks man <laughs> vegan as fuck you already know what it is brother take, take it care, easy brother. bye
please don't forget to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and as always, you are limitless.